Welcome to IBS Chat from the IBS Patient Support Group. I'm Jeffrey Roberts, the IBS expert and founder of the IBS Patient Support Group website and social media platforms and creator of World IBS Day, held every April 19th. I was diagnosed with irritable bowel syndrome at age 16 and I've lived with IBS for over 25 years. It's my mission to educate people living with irritable bowel syndrome and to raise awareness about research and treatment options and what it's like to live with IBS. The IBS Patient Support Group is a community to inform and support irritable bowel syndrome sufferers and can be reached at ibspatient.org. Supporting IBS patients is something that I think of every day because the quality of life of an IBS patient and those that support them is very important to me. Episode number seven. Breath tests are used to detect gases which are produced by bacterial fermentation of unabsorbed carbohydrates and then pass through your breath. Breath tests are used in the diagnosis of carbohydrate malabsorption and small intestinal bacterial overgrowth, or SIBO. Malabsorption of carbohydrates has been seen as a key trigger of irritable bowel syndrome type symptoms such as diarrhea or constipation, bloating, and excess gas. Imagine a device that can measure gases which might be able to identify which foods you are not absorbing which are causing your IBS-like symptoms. Well, Food Marvel Air is a portable breath test device and connected app to help people do just that. It measures your body's response to how it digests food by analyzing your breath and giving you immediate results. It also helps you to identify possible trigger components in different foods by tracking and trending your results over time using the smartphone app. The Food Marvel Air works by analyzing hydrogen in your breath, similar to how labs do it. I had the pleasure of meeting with Angus Short and Claire Short from Food Marble, who explained what was the purpose in creating the air breath test device, how does it work, and how this might benefit an IBS sufferer, especially when it comes to analyzing foods in a low FODMAP diet. I'm here at DDW with uh, the CEO of Food Marble and the chief scientist. So thank you both for being here. I was really intrigued when I uh, heard and saw your device, and I'm grateful that you're here at DDW. So I have some questions for you. So Food Marble is a new organization. You've developed a handheld device called AIR, which allows you to analyze breath. Who's it for? Yeah, so going back going back a few years, um, I just moved in with my girlfriend. And um, she, she, uh, she has IBS. And um, you know I knew she had IBS, but I didn't really know what IBS was. Um, and uh, when we started living together, I could see that this was really destroying her life. Uh, she was... She was missing days of work. She was, uh, you know, certain, like lots of events she wouldn't want to go to. If we went to a restaurant, it'd be very difficult. Um, so I suppose I just I wanted to help. I wanted to see, you know, what was, you know, what was out there in terms of solutions. Um, at that time, the low FODMAP diet was starting to emerge uh, from uh, from academia, from Monash University, and. Um, I was also became aware of breath analysis as a, as a tool for, for measuring what, how well you're able to digest different types of foods. Um, and so it kind of, you know, initially I just wanted to, you know, see how I could help Grace, but um, it just kind of grew from there. Um, started prototyping a device and, um, and then after a while I said, you know what, there's just this huge cohort of people who don't really have an obvious solution to the to you know to their digestive problems and uh, I you know got a team together and that was kind of the the start of it so you know that that's fabulous that you were wanted to support your girlfriend uh, that's wonderful to hear from uh, the patient perspective that uh, somebody has support because typically 
patients aren't supported and they're suffering on their own. Mm -hmm. uh, so what role did you feel that the device was going to be used in terms of FODMAP? You mentioned that it would be used for FODMAP and mm -hmm. it's a, the device is for doing breath analyzing. How is it actually used for FODMAP? Yeah, so um, I mean, if you, if you look at the, the low FODMAP diet at a high level, it's really about identifying which foods um, are most compatible with your digestive system. I mean, you know, you go through, uh, you, you restrict all of the, you cut out all of the foods from your diet, all of the FODMAPs, and you gradually reintroduce them, uh, and you see which ones um, are causing symptoms or not. So, and, that, and that's fine, um, but for, for some people it can be quite difficult, and, and, you know, it can be a long and complex process. So, what we wanted to do was to, to simplify that and to, to enable people to just measure how well the, the food is being digested. Um, and, and so it's not just about measuring breath because hydrogen breath testing has been a technology in hospitals for a long time. But we wanted to be able to provide a more complete sort of system where in the app you're able to log what foods you're eating and at the, at the level of what's actually, like what components are in the food. So you might, if you're logging a sandwich, you might put in the bread, cheese, butter, whatever, but we know what you know. We know what component, what FODMAPs are actually in the bread or in the you know in in in, in the cheese. Right. So uh, it gives you that really nice kind of picture of what you're eating. You can also log what symptoms you're experiencing, um, and uh, obviously take the breath readings to see how well the food has been digested. And so it's about pulling all that information together to see, you know, what are the factors that are driving your symptoms. Okay. So maybe, Claire, you can explain the, the technology that's behind it. How does it actually work? I mean, what is it actually doing? I should explain. It's a, it's a small little handheld device. It connects to uh, your smartphone by Bluetooth, and then there's an app that's running on the actual device. So maybe walk me through what's actually happening here um so for the device itself um you would breathe into the device and um the the sensor will then pick up um the level of hydrogen that is exhaled in that breath and then that measurement is then sent directly to the phone to the app and you can see that and you can keep track of how your hydrogen levels or your levels of fermentation in your intestines are changing over the day because we know with FODMAPs it's quite a cumulative effect so you mightn't see so you might eat a low amount of FODMAPs throughout the day but at the night time you might have really high fermentation and also quite you know severe bloating and this could be an indicator okay let me look back over that day was there some food I ate that day that you know, contains a large amount of FODMAPs, and that's kind of a good place to start. So I'm not sure of the mechanics of FODMAP and whether it's hydrogen that you're trying to measure, and that's the thing that's actually bothering you when all of these things are fermenting your body. Is that, that typically uh, how FODMAP, uh, a high amount of FODMAP then yeah, would so, cause symptoms? So FODMAPs basically, uh, they're ferment, short-chain fermentable carbohydrates. So when you um, ingest these carbohydrates, they're poorly absorbed in, in, in quite a few individuals. Um, so for example, I personally don't have any digestive symptoms um, when I eat FODMAPs, but I do get quite high fermentation. So I'm able to kind of regulate the gas produced in my intestines. Whereas, um, so when you eat this um, sugar, it, it, um, it's not absorbed fully in your small intestine. And then uh, 
travels along to your large intestine and here the gut microbiota depending on your mix will result in gas production um, and some individuals can release that quite easily whereas in certain people with sensitive guts like an IBS they might have a more sensitive um, uh, gut so that's where it causes the issue for them. So it's not going to tell me precisely which uh, food or which FODMAPs, because FODMAP is, is an acronym for a mm -hmm. bunch of different sugars. It's not going to mm -hmm. tell me specifically, it's just going to tell me that something that I've had and then somebody would go back and look at their their uh, diary, I guess. And does your uh, app allow them to track actually what foods they've consumed so that then they know uh, what was elevated? Yeah. So. Um you're, 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 log you're logging the food in the app and um, if you're seeing the high breath readings then you can look back you know click into the the food that you did you logged and it will tell you what are the levels of FODMAPs in the in what you ate so oh I see okay so so if you were say you had some sort of salad you know you you'd select you know you might select lettuce tomato olives onions and we know what the kind of percentage of FODMAPs are in those foods and you know we're going to use default kind of serving sizes of each, but you can change the serving size and, and decide how much how much olives are in there, how much onions are in there. Wow! So it can get that granular then right. in terms of you can actually put a diet together. So once let's say somebody um, is on the FODMAP diet, they've gone through an elimination phase, and now they're doing a reintroduction. Mm -hmm. They can now use your app and and the device to almost determine what is the right level that I can really tolerate. And that gives mm -hmm. individuals a, a great indication as to what they can actually tolerate. Yeah, so a nice feature that we have, so the user can take breaths uh, day to day after regular meals. But if, for example, after that salad, you get um, quite bad symptoms and, okay, onion is in the salad. So then they can take, so we provide sachets um, with the device of very, um, common FODMAP uh, sugars. So inulin is one of them, so that would be the FODMAP um, pre present high in high amounts in onions. So they would do then a similar kind of setup as, as what would be done in the hospital. Um, so they would eat a low FODMAP, me flow FODMAP meal the night before, and then they would fast for 12 hours. And then in the, in the following day, they would, on an empty stomach, they would mix the sugar sachet with water and then they would drink that and then over the next number of hours they would take um, breath readings and based off that, based off their level of uh, fermentation or their hydrogen on their breath and also how they're feeling because as I said already I, I get quite high levels of fermentation but I don't get any symptoms so I wouldn't really exclude those foods um, necessarily from my diet, I just might minimise them but if someone gets really severe symptoms you might want to really look at that particular food group and then think okay what is my tolerance what a powerful device I can see this being applicable to uh, for dietitians um, at first when I looked at the device I thought maybe it was for physicians but now I understand that it really is a consumer device however it sounds like it should be used in conjunction mm -hmm. uh, with somebody else so they actually know what your readings are because uh, somebody might misinterpret this is it written yeah. in such a way that well yeah people can work figure this out on their own well so you know it is possible for somebody to use it on their own and to figure it out for themselves ideally you know if you if you're working with a dietitian or a gastroenterologist you know it'd be great to to, to use it with them? We started working with some uh, clinical partners in Europe um, and things are going quite well 
Um, we're very interested in working with some clinical partners in the US, so any dietitians, uh, gastroenterologists um, that are interested in using the device in research or in the clinic, we're definitely interested in collaborating because I feel this um, air, the food marble air, is like a valuable, will be a valuable tool for, their, for these healthcare practitioners. And uh, yeah, we're very much interested, so we'd love if you could reach out. Uh, let me ask you, how, what's the best way for them to actually contact you? Um, uh, yeah, so the best way would be either you can contact via email, uh, clinician at foodmarble.com or claire at foodmarble.com. And Claire and is spelled C-L-A-I-R-E. Yeah, C-L-A-I-R-E, yeah. And then at foodmarble.com, yeah, and I'll be able to uh, get back to you as soon as possible. It's, it is a quite onerous process, the, um, the low FODMAP diet. It's almost a misnomer that it's a diet because it really is almost a diagnostic tool, more right. so than a, a diet because you don't stay on it permanently. Mm -hmm. uh, once you figure out the right levels that you can actually tolerate, that's really the diet part. Mm -hmm. But Absolutely. both gastroenterologists and dietitians agree that it's quite an onerous process in order to actually determine mm -hmm. this. So this would you know, be a, a great aid for that. Could this be used in the future for any other uh, areas or is it strictly for this area right now? Well, so down the line, you know, we would be interested in using this for, for other, you know, uh, potential digestive conditions. Uh, you know, breath analysis is used um, for SIBO, for example, small intestinal bacterial overgrowth. It's used for, um, you know, other types. There's some really interesting emerging breath analysis applications. Um, you know, we, we, we're not that's not what we're doing right now but it's kind of in the future we'd love to to be able to provide a, like a simple tool a simple low-cost tool that can be used in a clinical environment to to diagnose um some you know some of these conditions mm -hmm. uh we're not there yet and you know we we would we won't encourage people to you know self-diagnose things that are you know are, are more appropriate to be done that's in the key yeah that's yeah. that's something that uh we've always been very careful is we want to make sure that patients are diagnosed properly by physicians mm -hmm. and right. especially if um, even they're aware of this device it would, it would be useful for their physician or their dietitian uh, or some healthcare provider to to know that they're doing this uh, so let me ask you then uh, it's a nice segue that you spoke about you know in, in terms of availability yes um, is it available now and um, how does somebody go about you know finding out more about this or purchasing it yeah, uh, well, it's available now on our, on our website, foodmarble.com. Great. And does it ship? So you're both from Ireland. Yeah. Does it, does it ship from Ireland or does it ship from locally yeah, so, in the U.S.? Or um, oh, Half of our users are based in uh, North America. So, yeah, so we're, we ship to most yeah, countries. Yeah, the, yeah, we it's, yeah, we ship. We, it's like, I mean, um, primarily people are coming from, you know, the U.S., Canada, U.K. and Ireland, Europe. Um, Australia and, is the popular one. Yeah, as well. I, I mean, we've got customers from a, a lot of different parts of the world. There's some countries that we can't ship to; it's just impossible to ship to. But uh, it's it's it you know it's available you know in, in most parts of the world. Wow, that's uh, really a great product. I mean, just hearing your story uh, and how you describe it, I'm even more actually interested in it. And uh, I have to say that thank you also as a gift you you provided a device so I will be using it myself and yeah. providing some feedback to you and and to the listeners as well is there anything else that I haven't asked that you think that patients would be interested to know 
Yeah, absolutely. And and kind of back to your point as well, Jeff, on on feedback. Um, so, any anyone who's actually gotten a device or anyone who's thinking about getting a device, we're really open to feedback because for us, you know, this is a this is a, a system that's going to continue to evolve. We're going to continue to improve. So we're we're bringing out updates to the app all the time, and so we just love to get people's feedback and to just be able to keep developing the. The, you know the whole system right I, I need to add I need to tell the people that are listening uh, so they realize that this is almost a, uh, a family uh, business um, <laughs> uh, so uh, brother and sister are here and um, and they're very very smart people and coming from a very very smart family so it's, uh, it's it's really it's wonderful that uh, you both get along so well and uh, most of the time you've, you've, you've traveled together and you've actually you know put something together because uh, um, I mean, I'll show pictures of this uh, with the podcast, but it's um, quite uh, unique. Uh, it it looks quite impressive. Uh, so congratulations Thank to both of much. you for for taking it this far and um, coming to DDW and sharing it with me. Really appreciate it, Jeff. Thanks very much. Thank you.